Welcome to another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at midamericarv.com. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Downtown Lou. Make sure to visit them for all your tire and oil needs. Uh, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when you're going to need an oil change in your tire service. Make sure you get that taken care of right here in Joplin at Downtown Lou. They do specialize in, in oil and tires, but they are much more than that. So visit their website at downtownlube.com for their full list of services. I was in there this week. Oh. Got my brakes changed. I should have gone today to get my oil changed, and I didn't know. <laughs> And that's talking breaks. Yeah. Uh, joined today by Matt Miller of ESPN. Uh, I think you just got you got bored or excited or something and decided you wanted to hop on with us today. So we'll we'll talk a lot of football and then we'll just kind of see where the show goes. So thanks for joining us today, yeah, Matt. Thanks for having me. You're right. I got a little bored. Uh, the, the good people, the worldwide leader, know that uh, I'm traveling next week to the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. It's going to be uh, very weird without you guys there. Very sad without you guys there. Uh, got, I got a day off uh, pretty much today and tomorrow, and I ran through the honeydew list and got bored. So I appreciate you guys having me on to give me an excuse to open a couple beers and talk about football. And it's a good day for it, too, because we are going to talk, um, obviously, we're going to talk a lot about football. But also, we had the Aaron Rodgers uh, kind of news, I guess, is what we had. The, the Jets have hired Nathaniel Hackett, uh, the offensive coordinator that came from the Packers, now yeah. with via the Broncos. I don't know if we say that he was with them or not, but he he is. It was with the Broncos, but was also with Aaron Rodgers in the Packers. And even last year, when Nathaniel Hackett was hired, it kind of felt like this was a move to get Aaron Rodgers. To me, it still feels like a move to get Aaron Rodgers. I don't know what you guys are thinking. About I that. absolutely agree with you, and I just can't help but wonder how does Nathaniel Hackett feel because of that. Does he just feel like he's used, or is he just like, shoot, I got a head coaching job, and I get to be an offensive coordinator. Let's just let's keep rolling and doing what we're doing here. And if I do get Aaron Rodgers here in New York with the Jets, which would be kind of nice to see New York finally land a top popular free agent that's being discussed, or not even free agent in this case, just a popular player, because I feel like this is something that we always joke about with the Jets as well. It's like, hey, like this potential player could land Every in New York with the Jets, right? And then it just never freaking happens. I'm kind of with Jets fans on this. I'm kind of with the Jets as well. And, you know, rolling into it with, hey, Nathaniel Hackett's hired here. Let's bring in Aaron Rodgers. Last two years he was with him in Green Bay, back-to-back MVPs. This year he's not there. We saw what happened. So I think there's a lot a lot going on here, right? Um, I think the Denver Broncos hired Nathaniel Hackett last year thinking they could get Aaron Rodgers. Do you guys remember that? The timing mm-hmm. was like, oh, they hired Hackett. They were interviewing Doug Peterson as well, and it was like, okay, well, well we got to make a decision. They hired Nathaniel Hackett. And all the buzz was they're going to get Aaron Rodgers. Then Aaron says, I don't want $50 million a year. Then he gets $50 million a year. Mm -hmm. And the Broncos, pretty much immediately, Aaron signed that extension with Green Bay. And pretty much immediately they traded for Russell Wilson. That obviously didn't work out. But I think, and I'm not trying to, this isn't an original take. Mina Kimes uh, tweeted this first. Teams hiring Nathaniel Hackett to get Aaron Rodgers, my man is like making a career out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like Melo used to say, like, oh, you know Sean McVay? Yeah, let's hire you. Yeah. It's like Side note, Gase with Zach Taylor might actually be good. <laughs> I know, like, no, we thought he was just like, last week. But he's just episode. good. 
Mm-hmm. But I do think with Nathaniel Hackett, yes, there's obvious ties to Aaron Rodgers. I want to spin zone this. There's also ties to Jordan Love. And I think like the the story for me this offseason is that the Green Bay has to do something because they can't pay them both because that would be like $60 million if you have to eventually tag or pick up the fifth-year option on Jordan Love. And we're coming up to that. They have to make a decision this offseason where – you you have to move one of them this offseason. And Jordan Love has now played enough that there's probably a little bit of a market there. If you're the Jets, why don't you if, – if you call. It's like when San Francisco called about Tom Brady, and they're like, no. And they're like, what about Jimmy Garoppolo? And it worked out. I feel like if you're the Jets, you got to call about Aaron Rodgers. And if they say no, you got to be like, all right, what about Jordan Love? Because he's an upgrade over Zach Wilson, and Mike White is an unrestricted free agent. And for me, I still just think it's hilarious – because wasn't it a couple of years ago when Rodgers was pretty much just like, I would never do that. I would never do the Brett Favre thing. And now right. we're, we're seeing him follow that blueprint. Are you old enough to – I know country's not. You're old enough to have remembered the Favre. Oh, thing. yeah, all of it. Mm-hmm. Of like, oh, I'm going to retire, and then I'm not going to retire, and I want to play Minnesota, but you won't release my rights. Mm-hmm. Um, when was that, like 2007, 2008? Uh, after that. What year was Rodgers drafted? Right? No, Rodgers was – yeah, you're right. It was seven or eight. You're yeah, absolutely so I, right. The reason yeah. I do remember is because that's when my family was finally rich enough to get like direct TV. <laughs> and we had oh, it was Dish, and I got ESPN, and so I was able to kind of watch everything progress. And every time I turn on Sports Center in the morning before school, that's when they had like the meter, right? Where it's like these are the yeah. upcoming topics. And I, someone brought that up the other day on Twitter. And I was like, dude, I forgot that I was there for Sports Center, but like that was the best part about it. It's like Did, you knew what was coming. I think up they still with do the it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, yeah, they still really? do it. Yeah. It's great. Right there on the left side, we're just yeah. kind of marching like, down. Kind of like on um, part of my or PTI. Yeah. 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 That sports center still does I that, definitely not noticed that. Wow, well, thanks for watching. <laughs> Anywho, the, the reason why I say this is because like, I kind of got to watch the debacle of Brett Favre with the Packers, but it was like every morning you turned on, it was like he's retiring, and all of a sudden it was like he's back, and he's with the Jets, and you're like the freaking Jets. And I yeah. think a lot of people forget is that it was working it with did the work. Jets it until did. he got hurt. But like yep. It was Going well. I think the real question is, at what point does Aaron Rodgers defraud the state of Mississippi? <laughs> because that's where this is going. Like, right? I mean, it's. I mean, let's take the man's phone first. I mean, I, hey, you do not send pictures. Right. Yeah. Delete. He have forgot about that. Secret child in the four state area. <laughs> yeah. Right. Wow. No, I do. I think that it is. It's funny. I'm not a Rodgers guy, and I never have been. I do think it's funny, though, that he did. He said so many things. I know he has a lot of fans. Yeah. He's been great. He's a Hall of Famer. But he said so many things and then just countered and did exactly what he said he wouldn't do. I'm, I, I don't have a laptop in front of me. You guys do. So I'm ill-prepared to say what I'm about to say, but I'm going to do it anyway. I think he's one of the most overrated football players of the last 20 years. Hmm. Um, wow. it, it comes down to the Chris Sims and I used to have this argument all the time. It comes down to traits versus accolades. Because if you talk traits, okay, yeah, he's up there. So would Jamarcus Russell. Okay, if you don't talk accolades, Tom Brady's up there. He's not on traits, right? So it's like the... You, you almost have separate arguments about how you rank these quarterbacks. I think Rodgers is incredibly overrated. He's got one Super Bowl to, in 18 years. To, mm-hmm. And I know it's like it's not just on the quarterback. He's but, got three MVPs with him, right? Well, and he said, I, I loved that people came at him for this. I could come back and win another MVP. Are you serious? That's He said that on uh, Pat McAfee. Mm-hmm. I could come back and win an MVP. Uh, wait, what? In the right situation. What, what? You play to win championships. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't believe that he said that. So I'm I'm with you. I've I tried to do a heel turn on him a couple of years ago, 
and it just didn't stick. I did you know? this year. I drafted him in fantasy football. Yeah. Sorry for done. Your... Yeah, done now. Like I'm really worst. done. He got you on the back to back MVP. <laughs> yep. yeah. gotcha. No, I drafted a back to back MVP, and he was a dud. And now I'm just I'm over it. And I'm I done with Aaron it's Rodgers. a tough situation. I think the Jets would be good for him because they have. I mean, the offensive line needs attention, right? George Fant is a free agent. Elijah Tucker's been really good. He got hurt this year. Mackay Becton's a bust. So like, they're gonna have to address that. But you got Garrett Wilson, who's a certified baller. I think Elijah Moore would be a lot happier mm-hmm. in the slot. Um, with the reliable quarterback. Got, and Aaron Rodgers would like right. that as well. Yeah, Jeremy Ruckert, who was a third-round pick at tight end. Corey Davis, probably overpaid, but he's solid. And then you got Brees fucking hole in the backfield. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. and, and Michael Carter. And Michael Carter, right? So, like, it's a – I feel like the Jets are one of those teams, and I hate when we all do this, but it's like they might be a quarterback away. No, I mean, it, their it, defense was great. That's what year. I was going to say. It kind of reminds me of like Tampa Bay before they got Tom Brady. And I know mm-hmm. that's kind of a huge jump with that as well. But like Tampa Bay was kind of one of those destinations where it was like, really? Tom Brady wants to go there? Like they've been mm-hmm. garbage with James Winston. There's no way. Comes in year one, boom, wins a Super would Bowl. Would you? So the Jets are going to, they would have to trade their first round pick, which is fairly early. I think mm-hmm. it's like 11 overall, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Nine. Uh, I think. Would you pick the Jets to win the AFC East? If they're, you know they don't have a first-round pick, but they got Aaron Rodgers. So I'm they're glad you 13. They're at 13? Okay. Yeah, because I was having that conversation today with some people, and it was just like, you know, the AFC East might turn into one of the toughest divisions in football if Aaron Rodgers goes there. Because Bill O'Brien has returned to New England. He's going to be there. That's going to help out Mac Jones tremendously. I think that's going to help out Bill Belichick as well, too, in terms of like, hey, now you essentially have two general managers kind of running the show here. They trust one another. They've been in a situation where it's like, okay, we know how to work together as well. And then you still got Miami, two hopefully coming back healthy. The Jets with Aaron Rodgers. And I just, I mean, and then Buffalo, we already know who they are. They're going to be pissed off again heading into next year. But with the way this last game went, I don't really know how to view the Bills anymore. Get me to wreck but your I do rundown. think Aaron Rodgers sure. with the New York Jets would be a lot of fun. I think the Bills are on the precipice of falling off. Oh, I mean – we saw the and reaction it's not just on Diggs on the side. Okay, with that, I think he's just emotional. Like I, I don't, I didn't take that as like, oh, Stefan's leaving. He's mad. like, it just took it as like mm-hmm. this guy lost again. I, he does it every time they lose in the playoffs, and I get it. Like you lose a big game, and it's like it happened again. But like this time, you take it out on Josh Allen. To me, that's where I feel like it, it reached a new level of just instead of being yeah. emotional, it's the overdramatic, your distraction now. Type I feel of like they're one of those teams. They went, they pushed all the chips to the middle. And it didn't work. And, and now they got to re. Tennessee did the same thing. Mm-hmm. And now they're at a losing record. Poyer's up. I think Tredavious White's also Poyer's up. Poyer's up. Tredavious White's not, but he wasn't good this year coming back from injury. Tremaine mm-hmm. Edmonds is up. That's who I was um, Thank you. And then obviously they've got to fix some holes on the offense. So, but I, I think, man, I, I sat here with you guys over the summer. So I think the Chiefs might lose like five games. I don't know. This might not be their year. They're in the mm-hmm. freaking AFC Championship game again, hosting it. Five again. straight. People are just calling it the Arrowhead Invitational. I'm not going there because <laughs> I asked you guys earlier in the week and I even went to Twitter with it. I'm very nervous about this game this weekend or the weekend, the yeah. game this weekend. And we'll preview some of these games. Um, sticking with the Jets, though, and Aaron Rodgers, I do think it's going to be. I, I still just love the parallels of him and Brett Favre. Oh, yeah. To it's come out, out perfectly and say all this stuff. Even like you mentioned, the $50 million. Like, I never said I wanted 50. He <laughs> just happened well, to go for 50. Hey, happened here's to the get thing. it. How about, like, it doesn't work out in New York? Who would be surprised by that? He leaves, somehow finds his way to Detroit, another NFC North team, not the Vikings, but it's Detroit. Mm-hmm. 
goes to the NFC Championship. Jared Goff may have had a better year. <laughs> I don't know. But Detroit won him? I don't know. They I mean, were, who joking. knows how much longer Kirk Cousins is going to be there in Minnesota. Like, maybe oh. he has an awful year, and then it's just it lines out perfectly. If but this what? happens, if Jordan Love then goes and wins the Super Bowl with the Packers, it's like, how did the Packers, how have they done this again? They're well, they did it job. before. They've never had a bad quarterback. In, mm-hmm. like, and that's where I'm years. at, too, with Jordan Love. Yeah. I'm a big Jordan Love fan right now. I was too. I want to see him be good. I want to see him get his opportunity. And honestly, if I'm the Packers, you drafted him in the first round for a reason. Trade it up. Yeah. You might yeah. want to give him a chance to play before you just have to say that there this really was a waste of where He had to step in, and he looked sharp. Yeah, was it, was it against San Francisco? I don't remember who was against, but I knew like there were a lot of throws to the sideline and some across the middle in the window. Yeah. It was like, hey, like that was not there no, last he played year well. he played in Kansas yeah. City. And so maybe, you know, even, you know, the Packers staff who I think we've kind of talked our whole way through this process of, you know, the Packers, Jordan, Jordan, drafting Jordan Love here, excuse me. And then it's like, well, what are you going to do with Aaron Rodgers moving forward? Piss him off enough. He goes back to back MVPs. But now like you're kind of back to that square one again. It's like, what are we doing moving forward? I mean, last year they tried to piss him off again. Like, hey, we're going to trade your number one receiver. <laughs> right. <laughs> Put that chip on Which your I think that's what a lot of people think. And it's funny. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers being moved. He's not a free agent. He he, mm-hmm. His salary makes it to where he almost has a no trade clause, yeah. and the Jets are linked a lot. But why not the Raiders? They're obviously moving on from Derek Carr, and mm-hmm. the Packers are not going to trade Aaron Rodgers into the NFC. So you can just forget about that. But let's say the the Raiders trade Derek Carr to Carolina mm-hmm. or Atlanta or somewhere like that. Why would you not move heaven and earth to get Aaron Rodgers? It's a homecoming for him. He's well, a California guy. He's a NorCal yeah. guy. And Peter King Wait, did put it out this week. But it's, he's that side of the country. Yeah. You know what I mean? That Rodgers could go for two first, which I think is – I think the could. Jets, Probably. you just get rid of that. See you later. Mm-hmm. I think Tom Brady goes to the Raiders. I could also see I that. I mean, Russell John Wilson. Josh McDaniels, and you face moms two times a year. Russell Wilson went for two first. Yeah, I just think Rodgers is 39. That's mm-hmm. the only reason I'm like, man, that's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. Especially for a guy that's flirted with retirement. And I know some of that, he's like playing the Packers. But I think you would need like a firm commitment of like, are you going to play for four more years? I wouldn't believe it though, Three would you? Years? Like if you got a firm commitment from Aaron Rodgers, no chance in hell I'm believing that. Fool me once. Shame on me. Yeah, right. Even if yeah. he if he signed a paper that said, yes, I will play for two more years. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Well, even that. like now he's saying like he might retire this offseason. Mm-hmm. He hasn't committed to playing next year. If yeah. you're the Jets, though, and you give up two first-round picks for a trip to the AFC Championship game in the next two to three years, that's worth it. I mean, even in the next two years, I think that's worth the two mm-hmm. firsts for them. So I, Their this, team's so young, too, I think, I think they could pull it off. But, like, so you're going all in for a chance to, like, have a two- to three-year run, but then you got to start over. Mm-hmm. With, like, I feel like if you're the Jets, though, so you're like, hey, so it's to like me, kind it's of being a Royals fan. It's like, we finally freaking did it. <laughs> exactly. We're, now it's like they 10 didn't years win the of World Series, though. So, mm-hmm. like, that's the thing. Is like, if I were the Jets, I wouldn't want Aaron Rodgers. I really wouldn't. Like, if I were a Jets fan, I'd be like, you know what? Like, shit, let's, like, roll the dice on Caleb Williams or Drake May. Like, because they're going to be here for 20 years. Well, is there someone else you'd give up two firsts for? Derek Carr, I don't think he's going to go for two no, firsts. No, definitely like, not. What about Lamar Jackson? Do you try yeah, to hell yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd... Over Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, I mean, he's 26 years old. Oh well, yeah, but just so I think it's just like that window of you're you're talking about a Lamar's trying to play as long because the way he plays you're talking about a ten year window instead of a two year window, mm-hmm. and I guess that's like that's just where like my mind maybe works differently. I'm not saying I'm right; I could be wrong. But with Aaron Rodgers, it does it feels like you're going all in for a two year window, whereas 
with a Lamar Jackson or do you think that the Russell Wilson trade hurts Aaron Rodgers value yeah, this year? I do. I do too. I, I think that just looking at him and, and Rodgers did not play well last year. No. I mean, it was, isn't like he's you know, close to MVP caliber. He was no, he really bad yeah. last year. And I think a lot of people will point to the, oh, he didn't have his receivers. Those young receivers were There's really good. There's a kid wearing 15 in Kansas City that lost his receivers too. He's still pretty fucking good. So I think that's a hard thing for me. It's like, oh, he didn't have his. I'm, I'm from the era of good quarterbacks elevate the receivers. Mm-hmm. And they find a way. You know, I mean, yeah. there's a laundry list of quarterbacks who don't have great receivers that are able to still be productive. Yeah. Uh, let's get into some of these uh, coaching hires that we saw today. The Panthers hire Frank Wright. Um, Steve Wilkes, country, that's your guy, doesn't get that opportunity. But I I almost like the Frank Wright hire. Yeah. I'm glad that he's getting another Steve opportunity. Wilkes, boom, Frank Wright works for me. Mm-hmm. Being that veteran guy. And who knows, who knows what happened with Steve Wilkes in the locker room? Maybe they played very well, but maybe there were veterans. Right? He's, a, he's a good dude, but let's get somebody else It in. felt like he had the support of the locker room. I just I feel like this was just a move of they wanted to get offense. Mm-hmm. It was all about that, you know, not about an indictment on Steve necessarily. It's just about, hey, we, we need somebody to get a quarterback in here. Frank Reich threw the first touchdown in Panthers history to Pete Metzler. Man, I have no you. recollection of him as really? a player. Yeah, you tweeted that today, like franchise quarterback, to find a franchise quarterback, and I was like, what? You don't remember that? Jake DeLong was the first quarterback I remember with the Panthers. No, Kerry Collins for me. Okay, well, yeah, they dra- they had Frank when they drafted Kerry. Yeah, I don't remember he, him. Do you remember Pete Metzler's though? That was a dude. Mm-hmm. He put in Buffalo, and then he went to Carolina in the expansion draft. Nope. You don't remember Pete Metzler. Do you guys remember the uh, great Jimmy Clausen for the uh, Panthers as well? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, kind of. It I wasn't there. Never right? Forget, but, right? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I like, like Someone Frank. even said they'd quit their job. If uh-huh. he there were. Wasn't me. Uh, I feel <laughs> like Frank got a – I mean, that's a tough situation in Indy. And I, he probably vouched for the wrong guy. And Carson Wentz happens. Um Hopefully he's learned that lesson. You know, he's been there before me. Right? I know country's sweating right now. I am. It's hot in this room. You know, I I mean, and also, like, we weren't in there. We don't know what the conversation was. But I think Frank has even come out and said, like, yeah, that was on me. Like, that was my guy. And it didn't work out. But now they have the number nine pick in the draft. There are three quarterbacks expected in the top ten. Nine's not a great place to be. So I think that makes them an interesting team. Of Do you think they're a young quarterback team that they're going to go and draft a guy, or do you think this is another opportunity for a, a Derek Carr, a Jimmy Garoppolo, somebody like that? I think this is a really good spot for Derek Carr. I don't know if it's a good spot for Garoppolo because I think they want more continuity than they're getting. Yeah. Then you're getting my microphone fell. Then you're getting with someone like Garoppolo, who's <laughs> he's been so hurt. I think it's the hard thing with Jimmy, who he's playing lights out. Uh, best year he's ever had this year before he got hurt. Um, but I, I do think you probably want more. What about, not to interrupt you, what about your quarterbacks there in San Francisco? Are you going to play on the spot? Do you? Who's your starter next year? Brock Purdy. How do you feel about them? feel great. feel pretty good about it. <laughs> feel pretty good. Does uh, Purdy take you to a Super Bowl? Uh, no, I picked Philly. I saw uh... – I collage of videos today. It was like Brock Purdy's like interceptable passes this year. I hate, I that. hate that. And <laughs> I was okay, just like, yeah. man, if someone made another one of these from Mahomes, we'd be like, Ooh, you know, one year Mahomes 20. led the NFL in <laughs> interceptions on flagged plays. 
Yeah, like interceptions yeah. that didn't count. And I, I love remember, that. Though. I remember talking to Patrick about it, and he was like, "Some of these stats just are fake. Like these are they don't <laughs> matter." Dude, it happened this last weekend against Jacksonville. I'm sitting there watching the game. Mahomes yeah. makes a stupid throw, and I'm like, "He drops it," and I'm just like, "God, it's good. God <laughs> is good, right?" Except for that ankle. But no, I think um, perfect world. Purdy does take them to a Super Bowl win. Uh, I'm going to be. Super Bowl win. I'll be. Could you imagine what will happen at my house if Brock, if the Niners win a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy at quarterback? I, I don't think I'm. I really, I don't know what you would do because you've hated Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Since they signed the big yes. deal. Yes. And then with Trey Lance, it's who you wanted, but you understood that Kyle Shanahan also wanted Mac Jones. And so there's just been this dilemma of like you didn't trade Jimmy Garoppolo and get anything for yeah. him. Now he's going to walk for free. Brock Purdy possibly leads you to a Super Bowl. And you still have Trey Lance just sitting there injured. Making nothing. So who cares? I think, honestly, you guys know I've been very critical of that front office because, like, that's my team. I follow them closer than I follow anyone else. I'm, that allows me to be critical. But it doesn't matter if you traded three first-round picks for Trey Lance if you found a starting quarterback at pick 262. Like, <laughs> who cares? Like, who yeah, we'll cares? We'll take the dweeb over there. Come right? on down. And also, like, I, I've heard Melo say, because uh, I'm a big-time listener to the show, for him to say twice a week for, like, nine weeks that Brock Purdy is not good. Mm-hmm. Brock, I mean, he hasn't lost yet. Brock hey, Purdy is the TCU you know of the NFL suck. for Melo. If Melo starts to praise him right now, you're screwed. Don't do it. It's what happened with TCU I'm not National going Championship to. Game. Yeah. Maybe if, like, if he balls out in the NFC Championship, then maybe I would give him some I mean, praise. I'm worried. I picked Philly to win. And to me, Brock Purdy is still Jimmy Garoppolo. Like a lot of people tried to tell us Jimmy Garoppolo was good because they won games. Oh, is that mistake? I don't think he is. This is the 49ers having a very good roster outside of their quarterback. And then Brock Purdy comes in, and he's playing well. I thought last week he made some plays against a really good defense that were like, okay, I didn't expect Mm -hmm. that. Because at first it was like super safe. He was like, check down Charlie, Mm -hmm. give the ball to the running backs. But then there were some Mm -hmm. throws to Kittle where I was like, all right, shit, okay, (laughs) like – yeah. Didn't expect, didn't and see that at Iowa State. It's honestly nice Ooh. to see Kittle just be healthy too with the Niners throughout the season. But also, it's nice to kill targeted because if I have a yeah. complaint about Jimmy, it was that they never got on the same page. <laughs> well, because when he did try to throw it to me, he got decapitated. So I think to your question, <laughs> it's a good, it's a good problem to have. Um, I don't think you trade Trey Lance. I know I see that on Twitter all the time. Like, oh, I don't think you do yet. What, like Let this year showed you how valuable a backup quarterback is. Why would you trade? Mm-hmm. Why'd you trade him? He's cheap. I mean, unless somebody just wants to move heaven and earth. It, it is. Somebody says, hey, we'll give you two first rounds. Yeah, picks. go for it. Have fun. Or a super high first. Right? <laughs> Deuces. Yeah. That's all right. We have Josh Johnson back up. Mm-hmm. Or Garoppolo might stay in that situation. I don't know. Yeah. He might. I, I think there will be a market for Jimmy G. A couple yeah, of these teams. We're talking about the Panthers. So they, yeah. They might. There, there are a lot of quarterback needy teams. I think to country's point, if Tom Brady doesn't go to Las Vegas, Garoppolo makes a lot of sense there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. A couple other coaching tidbits that we had today: Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore staying in Dallas with Mike Is McCarthy. Is Kellen Moore official? I haven't seen that since I came in. I thought I saw that one earlier today. Uh, I so the only reason I ask, I saw today where they asked Mike McCarthy about Kellen Moore, and he would not commit to his returning. Hmm. They fired like nine assistant coaches. They did, uh-huh. which is. Kind of concerning. I was like, why are you blaming those guys where you once again have. I mean, fire whoever drew up that last play. 
We've not talked about that. Ezekiel Elliott getting blown up to end that game and the season for the Cowboys, I thought was absolutely hysterical. I I legit laughed out loud watching that. I was freaking out. He just gets pink. In my living room, um, like freaking out. And when that happened, I just started laughing. I was giddy. I was like a little kid. I was like, "This? are you freaking serious? This now, is the play? I would like to see how that play is drawn up and how it is supposed to work because you had so many offensive linemen lined up on the outside. Was it supposed the, to be like I, a catch and I saw, pitch? I, I think say, so. I saw somebody do like a breakdown that it was supposed to be a quick hit to the receiver, and then they pitched the ball back to Zeke. And then you have all these offensive linemen in front of him. That doesn't work when Zeke gets ball. Also, Zeke's fast. not fast. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, give the ball to Turpin. Like, somebody who's got some juice, you know, or CeeDee Lamb. Why did or... Zeke not just, like, I don't know, like, block for a couple seconds and not just, Dude, like, what's amazing is they also had – they there was a timeout called. They had time to be like, yeah, never mind. And even, yeah, like – didn't like that look. Let's do We were watching different. football. I was watching the game with our dad, Mello, who's a huge football fan now. And he was like, what are they doing? And I was like, I don't know. My first question would be – has 21 ever snapped a ball in his life? Because yeah. that's a shotgun snap. Mm-hmm. And that's not that easy to do. <laughs> he made it look, he did it though. He did Good. it pretty well. That is but my, oh, yeah, I mean, it was fantastic. I mean, best shape of his life. Maybe he makes him to center next year. Uh, I will tell you, watching that game, my son, huge Chiefs fan, you guys know, uh, watching the game, he was like, hey, uh, can you give me a Kittle jersey? It's like, yes, I can. Absolutely. Man, he loves George Kittle. I mean, he's still a Chiefs fan. It's understandable. But he loves George Kittle because he's like he's a caricature. I actually hate George Kittle. You hate, I do think it's all he knows. <laughs> Joe Burrow, George Kittle. Yeah, those are two of my most disliked players. Now that Baker Mayfield is irrelevant. I, I do think George Kittle can be a little over the top, but if I'm going to say that, then I always have to. I also have to say that about Travis Kelsey. So right? I, I think, but I feel like Travis Kelsey. Kelsey has kind of toned it down a little bit, and George Kittle's like, I'm going to keep going with this because people yeah. like it. But at the same time, it's like, do your thing, boo. Yeah. That what works. That's what you like to do. And that's who you are. Go for it. Yeah, and he had a great year. Healthy, so. Yeah, he had a great year. Yeah, yeah, and finally, healthy. I just, I don't. It's like they're him and Travis Kelsey both. And I, there's probably some other tight ends too. That persona of like. I, think, I don't think that's who they really are. I think they're just kind of playing into. I think they're like silly, mm-hmm. like they're kind of goofy in real life, and they've mm-hmm. just yeah. I, mean, I think they're they're trying to get some notoriety on the position. Like who Jason Kelsey is is probably who Travis actually is. Yeah, you know, he's a little out there. He's a little mm-hmm. yeah. wild. He's funny, but I feel like those tight ends for some reason just try to take it over the top. Yeah, it was like no one talks about us, so we're gonna. Like make they're it bringing better. wrestling culture to the NFL, mm-hmm. yeah. which they're both great tight ends. I, I don't really. I care think they're for one them. two Off in the field. NFL. Yeah, at tight end? Yeah. Yeah, I think they still are. I think they have to be. Yeah. Are you still Kittle over Kelsey? No, I'm not stupid. <laughs> no. know, been two two years ago, I think it was a conversation. It's not anymore. Yeah, he's just what Travis Kelsey's doing. The consistency. I, I said this. Uh, I do the Monday uh, KC Sports Network with BJ Kissel, and I said Travis Kelsey's the best tight end ever. And that's hard for me to say because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like a, a football history nerd, and it's really hard for me to say someone – Playing currently is the best ever. Yeah. My thing with Travis Kelsey, I'm not there with him yet, is I want to see how he holds up. But honestly, it's almost like a Derrick Henry situation, you know, where we always expected him to fall off and the toll that it would take on his body would finally catch up. Like Derrick Henry, it finally did. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And with Travis Kelsey, I I thought that he would have one year where he was the greatest tight end in football and then he would be passed. 30, 29? He's 33 years old. No freaking way. Travis Kelsey is really? 33 years old. 
Oh my god. That's kind of scary just actually. 33 then, right? Uh nope, in October. Whew, he's 33 and a half almost. Mm-hmm. That's scary. 33 and a quarter. Yeah. But I mean even this year though, when at 33. He, he had 110 catches. 1,300 yards and 12 touchdowns. That's a number one receiver. Yeah. You know, if he doesn't go those six one. weeks without a touchdown, he gets really close to breaking that. What is it by uh, Gronk? 17 touchdowns in yeah. a year? Like, who's, so who's your greatest tight end, Gronk or Gonzalez? Tony Gonzalez. Still. Yeah, that's what it is. It's those three, though. I mean, so Travis Kelsey is going to have to go another five years. Mm-hmm. Just get into Jason Wynn where it's like we don't even five care years? how slow you are. I mean, 38. You're talking about in order for him to catch Tony Gonzalez. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Because that's what Tony Gonzalez's numbers are. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm a Chiefs fan, yeah. but I wasn't. Not when Tony G was there. I actually didn't really like him. Are you a Falcons but, guy? <laughs> no, but his numbers are just, they're ridiculous. Yeah. And numbers, aren't they don't tell the full story, but I mean, think for greatest tight end of all time. We just we kind of forget about how great numbers. Tony Gonzalez was. Yeah, and how long he played mm-hmm. and how well he played. Yeah, so uh, hopefully it happens for for Travis Kelsey. He's had so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight consecutive seasons of over a thousand yards receiving. It's crazy. Only five of those were with Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Like he yeah. was doing this with Alex. Yep. And he and that's one thing I like about Travis too is he's like you know like loved Alex Smith being here. It's like you know he helped kind of jumpstart my career with it, and a lot of it's because Alex Smith's like, yeah, I'm gonna check this shit down to you. Go have some fun with it. Yeah, yeah. And, that's what, and then Travis, and then Andy Reid's like, hey, this actually kind of works for this Travis Kelsey guy. Let's just keep going here. And Mahomes is like, thank you. There it is. And plus the the page they're on is great. Looks like we got some Joe Burrow talk going on in the chat right now here at the show. Uh, Tyler says the Joe Burrow love needs to stop. What? Well, right now, here's my discussion because Joe Burrow. <clears throat> and Justin Herbert are now eligible for extensions. How much money are they about to get paid? This How much ever they want. I think they both get over fifty a year. Damn. So one of them is going to reset a deal the market. Patrick Mahomes is for the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's the thing: I think that Herbert will get over fifty, and I think Burrow will not, because I don't think he'll want it. I think he'll want T. Higgins, who was also eligible for extension this offseason. I bet Burrow. Did. I bet Burrow goes team friendly. With forty-five million like a year, him, so I don't know. Forty. <laughs> really? I bet he does. I bet he. The numbers are going to come out, and they're going to be wrong. Like they're going to yeah. be, they're going to be a lie. I bet Herbert breaks the bank, and I and I'm not like this isn't about either of them. Yeah. And I bet Burrow takes a little less. Burrow's going to Brady Mahomes this thing. He's going to be like, you know what? I love my receivers. We need to get some better offensive line play. I'm going to take a little less. I'll get mine. I'll make it on endorsements. I'm going to play for 20 years. I'll be okay. I think it's not my money, but I I think that's almost what you have to do. Because even like the Chiefs, Mm -hmm. when that deal signed, everybody was like, the Chiefs are not going to be able to retain Chris Jones, this player, that player. They're not going to be able to build around Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That deal looks... Good. And he restructures yeah. it every year. It looks also it might be, be the best contract in football. This is where it gets interesting because this next year, heading into the season, his cap hit accounts for twenty percent of the salary cap. Because as of right now, million is that right? Patrick's. Um, it'll be essentially yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Without um, the bonuses, that'll be the that. other thing. Is so as you guys know, the TV money, like YouTube, getting direct, t- getting red zone is going to change everything. There's so much money. The salary cap's going to go up again. So yeah. I haven't even, I don't even know. I know versus like two ten, two fifteen. I don't know if the mm-hmm. actual number's been released yet for next year. Mahomes' cap number is not bad over the next couple of years. 
2023, he's at 46 mil. I think it was this year, this season and next season were supposed to be the really, really high years. But he can also kick those. Yeah, and he does every offseason. Well, I think because of the restructuring, now his big years, 2027. Love it. The thing is, it knows what will happen then. (laughs) It eventually comes due. It's the only thing. Like you eventually, right? But even for me, sitting here as a Chiefs fan, like like you said, in 2027. Who knows what the salary cap is? And, you know, and maybe with it Patrick could Mahomes, be a billion dollars. Maybe <laughs> right. it never does come where he's like, we'll just keep kicking it down the right. road. Just I'll put it in my it. ownership. You know, send it to the Royals. They'll pay me as the <laughs> yeah. ownership. It's fine. Yeah, mail it to my office across the parking lot. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, for now. Yeah. It, it, I do think that Burrow, I, I think that both of them, Burrow and Herbert, will get 50. I know Mello's not a Burrow guy. I freaking love him. I love the way he plays. Oh, I think I, he's fun. I, to I talked watch. about it last week. I love everything about him on the field. I so, think he's a douchebag off the field. Does it even though he's like but I can separate those two things. Like, okay, but <laughs> he won't post about her on social media. I respect that. I she will too. post about him, but he will not post Maybe about he her want trolls in him. return. Now, I get it. Yeah. I'm not making a lot of social media posts. I was like, wait. <laughs> I was like, oh, right I'm there, huh? myself. Challenge accepted, mother. <laughs> right. Let's uh, check the Facebook relationship. Look status. at him. Watch it back up right here. <laughs> Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson. Uh, but I just, I don't like Joe Burrow off the field. I love him. I, the fur coat I comped that. him to Tom Brady. I remember. And got roasted for <laughs> it. You did. And I'm I'm holding by it. I, I, I think, think it was Dan Orlovsky like who said that on ESPN uh, earlier this week, and I was just like, oh, man, my wife said it while we were watching the Bills Bengals game. She was like, "Great, there's another Tom Brady." It was like, "Well, actually, your brother-in-law <laughs> kind of had this take. He was and made one. fun of him." Yeah, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing with Joe Burrow is, he just he makes every throw and he makes every play that he needs to. Like that's the thing where I just I respect it so much, but at the same time. It worries me because, like, we look at these past Chiefs games, and I guess we might as well just head into this, Mel, if you're ready for it. Is yeah. that the last, like, three matchups here that the Bengals have won have kind of come down to a field goal here in the second half where the Bengals eventually get the lead. But it's like that's the issue is that, like, okay, Joe Burrow may not be doing anything special. He might not be throwing touchdowns in the fourth quarter. He might not be the, the reason why the Bengals are beating the Chiefs as the Chiefs beating themselves. Here's the thing, though. That's how we always talk about, like, you got to beat the Chiefs. The Bengals do that. They have the Chiefs numbers. And when it comes to Joe Burrow and it's time for him to make the throw in the right play on a key third down, I just get flashbacks to that AFC Championship game against the freaking Patriots where we watched it in the restaurant before we went to Mobile. The Big Louis, right? And Bar freaking Louis. third down after third down after third down, Tom Brady hit Gronk or Julian Edelman right across the middle. And that's what Joe Burrow is so good at. And that's what I'm worried about heading into the Mo, game. this game is a living room for my guy's head. He keeps coming back to this game. I can't, yeah, Everything. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> to me, this is, I mean, the biggest game of the year, but, like, this is the one I've been the most scared of all season. To me, this game is maybe even more exciting than the Super Bowl. Just, I, I think yeah. these are the two best teams in football, and hopefully Patrick Mahomes is healthy. I know the Bengals have come out and said, like, we hope he's healthy, too, yeah. and I, I don't, I'm sure that some Chiefs fans have taken offense to that. I think that's what your mindset should be. No, you, you don't want, want to beat a weakened team. Like, sure, you'll take the W if you get it, mm-hmm. but you want to beat the team at their peak. And I, it looks like Mahomes is going to be healthy. Now, everybody's been looking at the ankle. He's been practicing. I, I didn't expect him to be on the practice field this week. So the he's fact that he's even out there. McCaffrey's not. Right. Just, <laughs> yeah, so the fact that he's out there doesn't 
it, it doesn't really worry me about the ankle. I think maybe you have the game plan changed up a little bit. Maybe you rely a little bit more on the run. But I, this is Andy Reid we're talking about, too, yeah. who's been with Patrick Mahomes for five years now. If Pat gets out there and the ankle's fine, then you go back to the damn game plan that you've had the past five years. <laughs> I worry more about the offensive tackles than I do Pat on one foot or two feet. If Orlando Brown gets re-signed in Kansas City, I'm going to lose my shit. You might as well lose it because I don't know who else you're going to go get. Anyone. I think I could play left tackle better than that piece of shit. <laughs> he is the reason Patrick Mahomes is injured. Yeah. Hey, and you know what? It's not Cam Irving stepping on his ankle. Yes. It's pretty damn close. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> Again, yes. But your guy Andrew Wiley's a free agent too. And he's been playing really good. He's not he's played well. credit. He's played well. I agree. I do think we're going to see a situation where the ch- no Gray and Blake Bell are going to play a lot Sunday. They have to. Yeah. They're going to have and Jody to Fortson, I think, might be coming back as well. So it's going to be – I'm not expecting – got to stop trying to make that happen, man. <laughs> no, I just – I think, though, like, I think he does make like a red zone impact. Like that's where he's has been effective in helping the Chiefs. McCall Hardman looks like he's coming back today. There was practice video during media time where he's catching punts. That's going to be nice. I don't know how much of an impact he's going to make. I'm but gonna, it's just I'm like, going to go with none. If you just if you just have the fear like, – uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire as well, again, not expecting much out of him. It's like – you're getting these guys back, and if they can bring anything, if something, like that helps you out more than I look at it. It's, it's hard, ago. like those guys have been out for a long time. Mm-hmm. I don't know that you're going to come back after being hurt seven, eight weeks and be like, okay, I'm now a real Like Clyde's lost his role. Yeah. He's yeah. the third back on this team, maybe fourth. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I know he was a first round pick. It's like, okay, forget about Clyde. Who yeah. cares? At know? best, he's the third running back. And like Meekle's a free agent. He's gone. Yeah, I think but, he's gone next year. Yeah. You've replaced him and Kadarius Tony already. Yeah, or Sky Moore. Mm-hmm. Right, and Sky Moore hasn't had the opportunity yeah. to get on the field. That makes me a little bit nervous. I thought he would be more of a part of the offense this year. Same now. But that's okay. And then you have people like Willie Gay who was asked about the Bengals' offense. What, what are you doing? So I'm, I'm kind of glad we brought that up. I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, he said nothing. It's an immediate dig or like, you know, like, Am, screw the Bengals, not worried about him. To me, the way I looked at it, was it was just like, we've played these guys three times, the same roster. They still got Joe Burrow at quarterback. They still got the weapons at receiver. There's nothing that impressed me about these guys. I know what they're doing. Like, I know yeah. who they are and what to expect. I'm seeing the same thing on film. Just got to do my job. And it looked like he was trying to get out of that interview as well. Like, the, even the next question, he was just like, yeah, da da da. And then, like, Walker's like, thank you guys and leaves. So I don't know. I didn't want to put a lot of stock into it, but it was like, Nobody on the Chiefs has said anything all week, and it's just like, damn, right. Willie, like you just answer that question yeah. better. It's Thursday, just get out of there. Also, yeah. it's like to your point, country. It's like, oh, it's the same roster. Yes, yeah, same roster. Beat you three times in a row. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's right. like, it's also the same roster that's beat you. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, three times in a row. Yeah. So it it is. It's going to be a game in era. Do you also love when people they ask like, no disrespect to Willie, but they ask like the third linebacker on the team. Like, hey, what do you think about the Bengals offense? Like, they're not asking Nick Bolton or Chris Jones or Frank Clark or the Jay Sneed. No, they're asking Willie well, Gay. I, these reporters are smart. Yes, they are. They know that. They, they knew who to ask for a they, quote. they know that these certain guys that have been in the league You're for a while You were talking to Eli Apple and Willie Gay. 
That's who you're talking to. <laughs> right. It's all right. I got That's my clip. It. I'd ask one question. I'm going to write a full article. That's why you hear nothing about Eagles Niners. There's no like bulletin board material. You guys saw Zach Taylor said he gets on Twitter to find this stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know this is, this is the thing. Last week it was that the NFL started pre-selling Bills Chiefs tickets. Mm-hmm. That was their slight. This he, week it's this. He did a very good job of Nick Sabaning that. Yeah. No like, of course not. the NFL is already selling those tickets. They're they also already to. selling NFC Championship tickets. They were also selling <laughs> Jacksonville Cincinnati tickets. But no <laughs> yeah. one talks about that part. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So good job on him to spin that and actually get some motivation for his team big country i know that you have been nervous about this Bengals offense though mm-hmm. and for me it's just a willie gay's answer as well it's just like there's nothing that's going to impress me about it in terms of what the Bengals do but at the same time it's like this is what he should have said i respect the talent that they have on that team and what they bring to the table mm-hmm. and how they don't make mistakes because that's what worries me about Cincinnati. And when they've beaten the Chiefs, it is because of mistakes. The Travis Kelsey fumble, just, you know, dumb-headed mistakes, missing field goals, your defense having blown coverages, and Tyron Matthews throwing a fit with his hands in the air. Luckily, you don't have to worry about that anymore. But it's just going to be interesting to see how the Chiefs responded this week or to this matchup. And it feels like all week it has been like a business trip for the Chiefs. And I know that it might sound cliche or kind of like a duh type response, but like I feel like the focus level has been on a different level for the Chiefs this week, and I feel like we all see and feel that. But like at the same time, I think like every fan is also nervous of it. Like, does that make sense? Uh, yeah. Even with, uh, you know, the Bengals calling it Burrowhead mm-hmm. for Arrowhead. Talk about right? bulletin board material. You know Mahomes heard that. Like, yeah. you, like Mahomes... I think he's finding things to get pissed off about, and I can't wait for his little petty response to it during the game if he has a big play. He hasn't done that this year. He he hasn't. This is is the week to do it. You guys know I've had to cover the Chiefs a lot more closely this year because I do the KCSN report on Monday. I just don't see the killer instinct this year from this team. They've played down to every good team they've played. Say that again? I don't feel the killer instinct this year. From for the Kansas Chiefs. City. And yeah. I, I, I mean, I hope for your guys' sake, I hope for my son and wife mm-hmm. and daughter's sake, they win Sunday. I just don't, I feel like this team is, like, they're close, but they just don't, they don't have that. Like, they're, mm-hmm. and it's not like, you know, a couple of years ago, I, I would come on and be like, no, they're complacent, they're complacent. I don't feel that this year. Mm-hmm. I just feel like they're not good enough this year. Like, they no, just, the like, roster I'm, lacks the talent this year. I know exactly what you mean. You're waiting for that other guy on the offense to step up aside yep. from Mahomes and Kelsey. Right, consistently, and, and it's you know, not. It's we're that's, and that's one thing Mahomes said at the beginning of the year is like, you know, there's gonna be a different guy each week, and we're like, oh, that's awesome. But at the same time, it's like we also gotta realize like that's the concern going into every week. Right, like, who's gonna be the guy that steps up? And if none of them do, you're screwed. Jet McKinnon kind of did, but like you don't want your scat mm-hmm. back to be your second best receiver, yeah. and he has been. And he's like, been the best Kedarius, receiver. Yeah. He doesn't play tight end. You need Kadarius Tony to do more. You need. I need Juju Smith Schuster. I feel like I was going to ask. I feel like the, the wave on Juju has like it went from like people were kind of excited they signed him. The Chiefs fans like one week one through eight they're like re-sign him right now, mm-hmm. and now it's been like. Uh, but right he's now. been like what kind of money? Quietly, <laughs> yeah, he's been like quietly consistent though. Mm-hmm. Like he he comes in, he has a couple catches, like big like. But he's good with a guy that's like five or sixty. Yeah. Like, you but want 5 or like, 60 as your wide receiver one? I'll tell you what, though. That's that's the role Sammy Watkins brought to this offense. And, well, and I was going to say, too, I don't, there's like a narrative with Juju that he is a wide receiver one. I don't think he is. Yeah, and you can I think he's a really he good wide receiver, too. Right, like him across one year. Antonio, one year. with Antonio Brown there. 
So he was not getting any attention from defenses. Mm-hmm. I think he's a really solid wide receiver too. And that might work for Kansas City. But if he is going to be your wide receiver one, then your wide receiver two has to be really good. I think this game he's, he's not the dude. Right. This game's interesting because I think if you looked at weaknesses, it would be Cincinnati outside corners, not Mike Hilton. He's a stud. Cincinnati outside corners. If you looked at Kansas City, it would be tackling. And that's a problem with Jamar Chase and the, Joe Mixon. The biggest thing that worries me as a Chiefs fan is the Cincinnati pass rush. Yeah, it's going to be. Because the Chiefs will yeah. not be able to stop Trey Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard. They, well, like, they will not. Just Vosai is getting in. DJ Reader might be the best nose tackle in football. Mm-hmm. And like, and they do. Like Lou Anarumo uh, should be a, He should be in the head coach conversations. Like the game that he called against Buffalo was perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean the Bengals have looked wonderful, and I think both quarterbacks are going to have their hands full because they're yeah. going to be rushed. I saw some stats today with Kansas City's defense. Um, is that they were up there with quarterback hits, but I think they led the league in quarterback did. like rushes, yep. which was surprising because when you watch a game, and someone else had said this, so I'm not trying to steal their words here, but I don't know who it was, so I'm sorry I can't quote them. It, like, when you watch the Chiefs defense play, you wouldn't think, like, ooh, they're leading the league in like quarterback pressures. Yeah. And you're just kind of like, mm, like, don't really see it. But at the same time, that's what they struggled with with Joe Burrow last year. Joe Burrow just sat in that pocket and did whatever he wanted. Mm-hmm. And if he felt any pressure from Chris Jones, he evaded the tackle. Which is what he did last week to Buffalo. Yes. So, yeah. But if you well, can get that interior pressure from Chris Jones, Frank Clark flying on the outside, George Karloftis has taken a huge stride the last six weeks of the season here, even into the playoffs. <laughs> I think it's one of those deals where, like, being totally optimistic – they can get after Joe Burrow and rattle him up a little bit. That'll be a difference maker for Kansas that we've not seen in these matchups so far. Here's my thing, and Melo, and I know we probably need to get into the topic. Joe Burrow, you hit him, he plays better, so good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the thing with both quarterbacks. Is it, it is, yeah. It's so easy to say, like, oh, just get after the quarterbacks. <laughs> Assuming Mahomes has a healthy ankle or healthy enough, he's more dangerous when he moves around. Exactly. Yeah. And with Joe Burrow, he's more dangerous, he's more dangerous flushing, after he gets right. hurt. Yep. Or hit at least. Maybe not hurt. So it I do I think there's this like this is the Super Bowl. I think whoever wins this game is going to win. The disrespect the Super Bowl. for Philadelphia and San Francisco from my man right now. I really like wow. both those teams. I just don't think that they are on this level of the Bengals and the Chiefs right now. If, if, I, if you made me predict right now, and I know we're gonna get in this forty ers Eagles game, I would go Kansas City Philly. Oh wow. for your Super wow. Bowl prediction. Yep. I I'm going to take the Chiefs to win, too. They are just now the favorite. I do think that the bulletin board material in Arrowhead is going to be good, and that atmosphere is tough to play in. Obviously, the Bengals can play there. Yeah. And so that's no slight to the Bengals. This is the least confident I've ever felt picking yeah, the Chiefs. Old school confidence meter, 10%? 51. 51% that the Chiefs win this Oh, wow. Game. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'll, I'm I'll right say there. fifty and a half. <laughs> yeah. Like it is barely fifty point one. Uh-huh. Yeah, I picked Cincy to win. I had to pick earlier this week. I picked Cincy, but I like even it was the people that pick Cincy. That. Like I, I have I no it. reason to say that you're I wrong. I think the the only thing that I think is different about this is that the last three times the Chiefs have played Cincinnati, it's it's just Cincinnati. They'll beat them this time, and there, it felt like even as a yeah. fan base, like even as the Chiefs, like. You just you didn't overlook him, but you just did. You felt that way this year during the regular season, but this year, I, this year it was like I, I expected a drop off for the Bengals. I didn't expect him to be here again. I oh, honestly really? didn't expect Kansas City to be here either. Yeah. I was that game in Cincinnati? Or was it in it was in uh, this year was in Cincinnati, right? 
I thought yeah. regular season was in Cincinnati. Yes, yeah, but they have to be the Chiefs, season. obviously. But like, I think this matchup here. My point with it is, is that Kansas City's like we're equals. The fan base realizes, like everybody, top to bottom, is like, yeah. this this is an equal can matchup I, here. This can is can I interject real quick? Yeah, I mean, I've that was never, my ever, ever, ever seen more Chiefs fans selling their tickets than this week. You know I cannot is... figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a part of me that thinks Chiefs fans are like a little scared, and they're like, "I don't want to go to that game, and watch us lose." Yeah. There's probably another part of like, "Hey, I'm going to make some money." I've n- and I'm in a couple like ticket resale groups. I've never seen more tickets available. So I'm in a ticket resale group as well, and I'll be. I've noticed that too. Is like there are so many tickets yep. available, and right they're now. cheap. Yeah, I'm gonna see you guys up. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm gonna see you guys. I'm gonna say, "Do you want to go?" If I had five hundred dollars laying around, I'd go. Like, I mean, that's but worth the thing I, is, for five hundred dollars, the three of us could go. Get me in that tickets are. I don't want to hold your guys' heads while you cry coming home. I don't want to do that to you. I didn't walk this guy out of Kaufman at Game Seven of the World Series. I don't want to do that again. No, I was. I was very. We were both very happy. Actually, (laughs) I can't believe we just watched Game Seven of a World Series. Can I fuck Madison Bumgarner? Can I go off topic just real quick? (laughs) Yeah, because I've done some research this week in preparation for another conversation I'm going to have. I hate Madison Bumgarner. I thought you knew that. (laughs) Scott (laughs) Rowland should not be in the Hall of Fame. Um, I'm on the fence there. I'm actually a big Scott Rowland guy. Uh, we've never, talked about like, it. He would never finish higher than 17th in MVP voting. Mm-hmm. I have a man crush on third baseman. So for I me, know that. the I know progression that. was actually Chipper Jones to Scott Rowland. With the was, Phillies? or the, With the Phillies. Okay. And then yeah, with his yeah. time at the Cardinals even, too. That's where I knew him was with the Cardinals. So I'm old. I knew him with the Phillies. Same. <laughs> I, I'm okay with him getting in, but I don't know if I would have voted he for him. He got in over Andrew Jones. That one baffles me. Okay, I just want—I know this is talking baseball, which we don't do a whole lot, but I'm—I'm mm-hmm. I'm starting to pay a lot more attention because I've—I need a release from all the football all the time, mm-hmm. and it's becoming just anti-Cardinals. Is what I'm finding out. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I don't think Scott Rollins Hall of Famer. I'm—I'm I'm good with it. I mean, Fred McGriff made it in this year too, so it, he's the crime to, dog man. To me, it almost felt like uh, we should probably let somebody in. Yeah. I haven't really let anybody in in a while. Yeah. Who's it going to be? I also hate the criteria. I hate the way it, it works. You know, my all-time favorite baseball player is Barry Bonds, so I'm very mm-hmm. anti-Hall yeah. of Fame, as is. I just don't – I'm just saying, Scott Rowling, you've, you've never finished higher than 17 in MVP, and you're in. Yeah. That's He's one hell of a third base. Did you guys also know, speaking of Hall of Fame, Stetson Bennett has never been an All-American, so he will not be allowed into the College Football Hall of Fame. <laughs> He's won two <laughs> national championships. Wow. Was, I guess I didn't realize that was not be inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame. How do you like them apples? Wow. They'll make an exception for that man. He's, He's like, oh, you're over 24. You know <laughs> so, what? Yeah. Like, college Football Hall of Fame or like a god in Athens, Georgia. Yeah. True. Yeah. Just take the god. You know, Athens. he's not participating in any College Football All Star games <laughs> pre draft. <laughs> He's not a senior not by his He's choice. not the Shrine game. Not, yeah, not, not because he right, is Look at my resume. That's all I'd say. <laughs> right. look, all I do is win, baby. Hey, you heard of Brock Purdy? Yeah, same guy. I don't even know, and I get this is my job. I should find out. Like, when you're a senior, you don't have to declare for the draft, but I wonder if Stetson Bennett even, like, wants to get drafted or if he's just like, oh, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Like, he checking just gets his a eligibility. Like, can I go back? Out. What's his next move? You know, does he just go straight to coaching at Georgia? I think he, he he will be on the SEC network in no time. I think he will spend a maybe <laughs> yeah he will spend maybe a year trying to play football somewhere. It will not work out, and then he will go immediately. Greg's actually to TV. really. You were talking about Alex Smith earlier. Alex Smith, Greg McElroy, very good on TV. Yeah, unlike um, Tony Romo. And you know what? I have love, you seen the pushback? 
Everybody. No, I have because people send me tweets. They yeah. tweet at me. They DM me, and they're like, you know what? Three years ago, I thought you were an you idiot. You were early on Joe Burrow, and you were early on Tony Romo. I, I was. I was. Give you your flowers. Mm-hmm. You were right and, about those things. You know, a lot of people. A lot have, of people were saying. Have, like, came at me. And like, you don't get it. He's so great. Like, like, no, I do. Like, you think he's special, but he's every other quarterback I, that has played in the NFL. We were watching the game Sunday, and there was a play, and he was like, I don't know. It might be incomplete. It might be an interception. I don't know what's going on here. And it's like, it's clearly incomplete. Yeah. Thank you yeah, for just yeah. saying very obvious statement. Or like the Who's fumble. the referee guy that comes in and. Gene's territory? Yeah, yeah, where he comes in, he's like, I think this is going to be an incomplete pass. And Tony's like, Yeah, I just. I mean, this is what we're going to have to keep an eye on. And Gene's like, Yeah, this is an incomplete pass. And it comes well, even Romo and sometimes like, will be like, Yep, Gene, it's just like you said. Yeah. yeah, he's a rules expert. Yeah, you, no, you know what like, he's I, doing a lot now is to like playing both sides. Like it might mm-hmm. be this, it might be that. I don't know. I was out on Tony Romo after they did a John Madden special, like kind of deal on TV where they went through like a clip of some of his like most famous yeah. deals. And then Tony Romo was like, "Oh, I'm gonna try and match this and be funny." And he was like, "Oh, this is a mama football and a daddy football." And it was just like, why even say that at all? You know, the like, speculation just, is that he has stopped preparing for games. I mm-hmm. listen to, yeah. I follow a lot of sports media reporters because of my job. And they're, the hypothesis is that when he was first coming out of Good the work. league, he knew things. He could, he could look at a play and be like, oh, I just stopped playing. I know what's happening. I can yeah. diagnose it. But the game's getting a little behind now. And so he's behind now. And if you, if you don't study, yeah. you're going to end up, you know, you're behind, which is why guys like Aikman and Greg Olson are so good is because they're, well, Greg just got out, but like, that's why Aikman's yeah. so good. Charles Davis is so good because they keep doing the work. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and even like the interview process of talking to the coaches and the quarterbacks and things right. like that. I don't know Tony Romo. I'm going to guess that he's not asking about the scheme or anything like that. He's probably asking Patrick Mahomes the last time he golfed or right. oh, stupid. Right. But he's shooting the shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You played anywhere good lately? Yeah. Yeah. What are you shooting? Stuff like and that. And he just he blows everything that he has from the producers meeting in the first quarter. Yeah, I think game. that's the other like, side. Oh, I got nothing else to talk Which about. Which I I mean, I've never called a game. I've no desire to. It's it it seems easy, but I know it's hard. You know, so it's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm good. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad Greg Olson and Greg uh, Olson and Kevin Burkhart are, are calling the Super they're Bowl. They're the best. Kevin yeah. uh, and I are good friends. We have been since the the Melanos, this the Rolls World Series run. He was calling baseball at Fox at the time. I, I I work at ESPN. I'm loyal to the brand. I think Kevin's the best. He's amazing. He's been very. And he good. and Greg Olson are so like they're fun. They, yeah, they can even cut jokes. Fun. Like and Greg Olson is probably my favorite right now because he can cut a joke that's funny. Yeah. It, but then turn around and give you really good analysis. Yeah. It it would be like if Greg weren't here with us doing this podcast, he would be like making fun of us and like Oh, one hundred percent. It's like it's like a buddy sitting on the couch yep. that knows the game so much better than you, right. but he's in the booth. And it's yeah. like thank Hell you, that's of a what player. I mean. Great guy. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good rapper too. People forget third mm-hmm. floor crew, is that what it was? Sixth, Sixth floor. floor crew. Third leg Greg was the nickname. Sixth floor crew. Yeah. Third I'm leg right. Greg. I will greatest be. nickname of all time. <laughs> From a guy that has a really good nickname. Uh, Anyway, let's make these picks official. Country, you're going Chiefs. Wait, he didn't get the nickname. Sort of like Greg, yeah. He went. That went over you. The rest of like the six-story crew. Oh, no, they did a rap video at Miami. They're like, oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. He's young. Mm -hmm. Watched a documentary. Country, you're going with the Chiefs. Yep. I'm going with the Chiefs. Matt, you're going Bengals. Yep, going Bengals. Let's do dive into the 49-year-old. 49ers and Eagles game. I am also excited about this one. 
I think both teams deserve to be there. I do not think they are on the tier of the Bengals or the Chiefs right now. I find myself definitely rooting for the Eagles in this one. Wow. I do as well. And wow. And the reason is, like, I want to root for the Niners. Like, I've actually really enjoyed watching the Niners play, but I think Brock Purdy got exposed a little bit against the Seahawks. I think just a little bit. And then against the Cowboys, he did a lot. And it was kind of one of those deals where it was like, thanks to, you know, George Kittle across the middle, bobbling that catch and coming down with it. Your defense making plays, creating turnovers. And it's like, I don't know how much of that was due to Brock Purdy on the wind. And I think when you're facing this pass rush from the Eagles and their defense as a whole is so good. And then on offense, I mean, they, they're every, like, yeah. every option they have is so good. And I don't know if the Niners can keep up with that because of Brock Purdy. If he can, that's going to be fun for you. So I'm a homer. I mean, as you know, I'm picking the Niners. And my reason is I do think as a football analyst, I think the Niners actually match up very well across the board. Mm -hmm. So in the trenches, yeah, this is going to be a hell of a game. Philly's offensive line is amazing. Yep. The Niners' D-line is as good. I mean, Nick Bosa is going to be Defensive Player of the Year. Eric Armstead has been very, very good. You've got uh, Samson Bukum. Charles Menehue, like they've got a role, mm -hmm. rotation of guys. They can all make plays. Fred Warner, I think, is the best linebacker in football. Yep. Drake Greenlaw's a stud. And then in the secondary, like, yes, you have to worry about AJ. You have to worry about Devonta Smith. Uh, Traverius Ward, I don't know how much you guys pay attention. He has actually been better in San Francisco than he was in Kansas City. I think he's been really City. good. In, he's I been he's amazing. good in Kansas City. Right. He's been like, I, he's been one of the better corners I've watched this year. Yeah. But it's the safeties for me. Jimmy he never Ward, got enough credit in Kansas he didn't. City because he was just left on an island. Well, I couldn't believe and they no didn't one was on the back side. Like I was shocked they didn't receive too him. much money. Like, I, yeah. I worry about the same thing with Jerry Sneed this offseason as well. Probably back to your Niners uh, safeties. Jimmy Ward, uh, Talanoa Hafanga. I mean, they're both all pro. What a stud, by the way. Freaking amazing. I remember yeah. watching him in college. It was like this guy gets the he's right so team. Young. He's Isn't be this good. like year two? Then he's an for all pro. Him. Yeah, uh, he's. I mean, he's. Uh, he's Troy Polamalu all over yeah. again. Like it's, it's who he is. Is that just because he's got a tough last name to say, or is it because Both. That's who he really is? You know my weaknesses. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, so I think the safeties are the difference. They can take away. I mean, Jalen Hurts. You guys know, I was on the Jalen Hurts bandwagon when like no one was. That's mm -hmm. my guy. I love Jalen, but I just I also think it, it does come down to coaching a little bit. And I think Kyle Shanahan is one of the best coaches in the NFL. Yeah. He should be coach of the year. Honestly, I do. I know he probably won't win it, but he, to me, he should be coach of the year. Winning eleven games straight, winning eight games straight with a with a Mister Relevant a quarterback. Mm -hmm. Was he listed as a candidate? He was. A, he's a finalist. So as a this is going to come up for your home. But why was Andy Reid not? Because it's the it's been? the it's the Michael Jordan Lebron thing. They're expected. They're expected to be good. So it's Bill Belichick. Belichick yeah. should have nineteen coach yeah. of the year awards, but he doesn't because. It's like, uh, to take it to the draft, Will Anderson Jr. from Alabama. His sophomore year, he has 17 and a half sacks, like 34 and a half tackles for loss. And then this year, his stats weren't that good. People are like, oh, he's not good anymore. No, he's really good. He just had a historic season. Mm -hmm. That's why we don't see back-to-back -back Heisman winners anymore because usually those guys set you know, insane expectations that they can't match. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's what happens is you know, guys like that, they, they do. They come out and they're like, oh, my God. And then the expectation is way too high. Well, and sticking with the coaches, too, there, uh, D'Amico Ryan's the defensive coordinator for the 49ers, getting a lot of head coach attention. Sounds, sounds like he's gone. And he probably should be. He's been yeah. He's been on the like on the watch list the for, a for a long time. And it was like Sala got it, then mm -hmm. McDaniel got it. It's his turn. 
they're so good at developing. I mean, Rand Carthen just got the GM job in Tennessee. Um, Martin Mayhew got the GM Wait. job in Washington before that. And I'm not a huge Kyle Shanahan guy either, but he can build a tree. Yeah. I mean, even Sean he's McVay is his kind own. of, you know, under his yeah. tree. Right. And it, it's like his dad's tree and his tree are in, like, someone should do a deep dive on it because it's insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And good for, good for him, too. Like, if you do find yourself to another Super Bowl with Brock Purdy, like, yeah. mm-hmm. damn, I almost feel bad for Kyle Shanahan that you've not really gotten to a Super Bowl with a great quarterback. <laughs> but also, at the same time, it's you like, didn't need to. good yeah. job. Yeah. So is this their second or third? This would be their second. Championship. Second with Kyle. Of course, he but, was in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this will be his third, yeah. The, the debacle, <laughs> you know. Right. Yep. Second half at this point. When you look at the the coaching matchup, Kyle Shanahan versus Nick Sirianni, it's not much of a right competition. We'll see what Sirianni does. I think he's done one hell of a job. He really has. Could you imagine if Kyle Shanahan had like the attitude and the ego that Nick Sirianni does on the sideline? Like looking into the camera, like right. kind of like flexing. I know on what him. I'm fucking doing. Yeah. Man, I would love if Kyle Shanahan. But he wouldn't that. be Kyle if he did that. Huh? He wouldn't be him if he did that. Oh yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. Bill and I'm not I, Lil Wayne. That's we are not connected because i've been pretty critical of them but we are connected by some individuals and they like kyle's just he's just him man yeah. he just doesn't care about a whole lot but football yeah and for me in this matchup it is it's going to be the 49ers defense and how they are able to match up with the Eagles also, offense we gotta be honest jalen is hurt mm-hmm. and I, I mean he played well last week against a, a giants team that like let's be honest not getting very happy for them but they're not a complete football team. You know, that's right. a really good point. Is that is like, yeah, Philly looked good last week. It was against the Giants. Right. Who kind of like just tripped their way, you know, like tripped and fell their way into that kind of that Which, divisional round game. Same note. The Chiefs barely beat the Jaguars. So, yeah, like, there's yeah. that side of it, too. Mahomes' ankle know? injury really right. changed the pace of that yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. But I, that is a good point about Jalen Hurts because if the 49ers' defense line can get to him and mm-hmm. he lands on that shoulder – how does he respond to that? Right, and it's a it's a great defense as far as D'Amico and the you know have what he calls, but it's also like they're loaded. Yeah, I mean they're just they're absolutely loaded. It would those Eagles receivers though, that offense is humming. And Miles Even Sanders if it had a great year. The Miles Giants. Sanders had a great year. Yeah, nobody talked about him, and they yeah. should have. And then you know Devontae Smith, mm-hmm. uh, AJ Brown. Yeah. A lot of weapons there. AJ so, like, that's the one to watch. Last week, so I'll be interested to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a monster, if, so he's probably fine. If the 49ers are on offense, I'm probably checking Twitter. Yeah. Just be like, what's going on? <laughs> and then I will come back once they punt or score. I don't know if we should watch the games together this weekend or if that would be the worst idea of all time. <laughs> so, I, uh, <laughs> I don't like the 49ers. I know. I Which is amazing. Like, your whole life I've been a Niners fan. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yeah, like there are photos like of us as little kids, like Steve Young jersey, Jerry Rice jersey, all the things. Mm-hmm. This guy, oh Cowboys! Like going for anybody, Chargers. Mm-hmm. I love the Chargers. Like what? I what? I've always liked a lot of the players, like Steve Young, Jerry Rice. I love yeah. them. Guys like Merton Hanks. There've been a lot. Ken Norton Jr. loved him, right. but I just I don't. After 1994, he was like. However, I think the 49ers have some of the best uniforms in football, though. Yeah, that you guys saw. I got that white. I got that white throwback McCaffrey, and my nice. son got the white throwback Kittle. I think I missed that. Oh, it's the white with the shadow. Oh yes, yeah. Emmett got a Kittle. I got a McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks nice. Pretty clean. They came in one day, by the way. Thanks, fanatics. <laughs> one day. Damn. Yeah. Take that, Amazon. Right. One. <laughs> uh, literally ordered them Sunday night, or I ordered them Monday. Had them Tuesday. 
So that's wow. not a bad deal. And then with this with this game, the Eagles are favored by two and a half. It's in Philly, correct? Yes. yes. Yep. You get that road bump. I think I'm going to take the Eagles to win this game as well. I think we're Chiefs Eagles in the Super Bowl. I feel like we need to we need to bet on these games somehow. It's going to be the Kelsey Brother Bowl and the Andy Reid Bowl. That's what it's going to be. Yeah, the Kelsey thing is cool. Jason or and Travis. It could be like a rematch that. of like the 1989 Super Bowl Bengals Niners. I mean, it very well could be. I I do think that all of these teams are everyone's everyone's worthy. worthy. Mm-hmm. I do feel like we got the four best teams. I really do. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, they're you know top seeded teams. Cincinnati was three. That's you know the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But then even like redemption and took care of business against Buffalo. Mm-hmm. So nobody can even be like, oh, well, they got an easy way in. Or even the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, you took care of business in the regular season. Yep. Sorry, it was the Jaguars, but you did it. Same with the Eagles. They, you have to play who's in front of you. <laughs> I mean, with their starting quarterback in Hartford a couple weeks, the Eagles were still a number one yeah. seed. Yeah, and then the 49ers, obviously, the adversities that they've yeah. gone through this year. I love the reporters keep asking, is Jimmy Garoppolo available? Kyle Shanahan's like, no. <laughs> like, well, I understand you have to ask this, but no. Yeah, so I I think the Eagles, I actually think the Eagles' run game is going to be too much. And Jalen Hurts, that, I mean, that might include Jalen Hurts. But I think the Eagles' run game is going to be Good enough to score points on the 49ers. And uh, I'm going to call Brock Purdy regression. I don't think uh, he comes to play on Sunday. Okay. He's been getting a lot of extra attention this week. If it's Niners Chiefs, it's the rematch. Super Bowl. That's going to be bad for the three of us. <laughs> it wasn't going <laughs> to We've done it before. <laughs> Are we before. going to Arizona this time? <laughs> That's what Emmett was like. What if it's Niners Chiefs? I was like, well. Actually, we've done this before. Actually, let's go back to Miami. He thinks we're going. He thinks <laughs> yeah, we're just going. Watch the game in Miami. He yeah. thinks we're going to the game if it's Niners Chiefs, and I don't. Have, I'm, no, we're we're not. It's like yeah, he's like should have played for that about six months ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the <laughs> NFC tickets drive. are double AFC tickets right now? I actually did. I looked. What we were talking about tickets. NFC tickets are eleven hundred dollars is the get in price. That is AFC is like around five. That's mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah, it's ticket prices. I hate the Across idea the that you buy tickets to resell them to make a profit. That yes. shouldn't be a thing. It's 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 a business now, and it shouldn't be. And we you know talked mean? about Zach Bryan last episode, but I think it's great that there are musicians out there that are like absolutely not hey, going to do this, this. Yeah. Yeah. anymore. And I don't I don't know that NFL teams will ever do it, but it would be nice if they're like, uh, hey, they tried with the Ticketmaster resale shop. Like they did try. Mm-hmm. If you if you did sign up for that Zach Bryan link, check your uh, bank statement or your bank today, your app, excuse me, because that money came out, or at least mine did. It, was like it wasn't a guarantee if you signed up for it, yeah for the dollar. It wasn't a guarantee that you got it. It was just oh, like yeah. you had to. <laughs> mine came out today. I'm not checking my bank for a dollar. I'll be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. I'm not. That's that how you know if spot. you get access to the tickets or not. Well, no, they said they'll randomly draw people who got in. Like that dollar's coming out. Yeah, dollar's coming out. Oh shit! You, got you bought a those. raffle ticket. For yeah, a dollar. Yeah, okay. yeah. How many did you sign up for? <laughs> like concerts? Yeah. One. Oh, okay. I should have signed up for two. I signed up for three. I just signed up for what? Kansas City. I should have done Tulsa and Dallas. I did Wichita and I did. I'm going to Red Rocks for my birthday. I'm going. I don't care. I'm going. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So, and he's supposed to put out a song um, Friday night. Friday, tonight. Actually, tonight. T- midnight, I'm yeah. staying up till dawn to if listen you to are, Don's. Yeah, so. if you're listening Wasn't to this on Friday morning. Drop after the Eagles won? This, this is, is it. The oh, shit. But then I think he also has a new album coming out like February. February, said, yeah. Luke Bryant? Not Luke Bryant. Right. God. What are, Combs. Luke Combs yeah. also had a song drop. 
Friday morning. I'm gonna be listening. I'm gonna lie. The only thing I listen to any there's this one playlist on Spotify. It's all I listen to anymore. And even my wife and daughter were like, "Can you listen to something else?" And I was like, "No, I'm good. I'm set." Mm-hmm. What play is it? The one Mellow made. It's the one Mellow made. I need you to add some more songs to it because I've been realizing <laughs> I've listened to the same Jason Isbell song like the start. No, that's fine. Drive the last two weeks. What song? And I'm just. <sighs> Cover me up. Cover me up. Yeah. Yeah, that's the greatest says, song ever. No, written. it's, it's because I get like Morgan. <laughs> this is getting <laughs> oh. <laughs> like yeah, Morgan Take Wallen. My pocket knife. <laughs> like I really knew the song because Morgan Wall Morgan Wallen had sang it, and I heard it somewhere in Jason Jason Isbell. I think it was on the way to Nashville. You heard it at the Ryman. No, no, no. I, yeah, on the way to Nashville. <laughs> but I, the, when I was playing the song, I was like, dude, like I actually know this song. Morgan Wallen sings it, and he was like, well, actually, Jason Isbell wrote it and sang it first. And then he allowed Morgan Wall to sing it. I was like, oh, shit, that's cool. I didn't know if they were allowed to do that yeah. or they did it. So I've grown a lot within the last two years of music. So it is because of you guys. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, but uh, Zach Bryan, number one effing fan. You know that song was banned at our wedding, Cover Me Up by Morgan Wallen. Because Cover Me Up by Jason Isbell <laughs> is my all-time favorite song. Oh, Say, yeah. Yeah, why would you ban that song? No, okay. Just by Morgan Wallen. you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so We Were Vampires is another good one. <sighs> cry. I'll cry every time I listen to it. I think the Luke Combs song that's coming out is a big breakup song, too. I saw that. I think it's funny. It's not a breakup song. I know. It's just a sad song. I think it's funny that he's dropping this song right before Valentine's Day. The breakup song? Yeah. Like, if if you are a single, if you're single out there, and you're listening to that Luke Combs song on Valentine's Day, there need to be more more breakup songs (laughs) from the guy's perspective. Because a couple years ago, I went through a breakup, and I was like, you know what I'd love to do? Drive around in my truck to some breakup songs. There are none by guys. Yeah. Well, before now cheats, there's something in their orange and uh-huh. something in the orange. Man, like I hate that that song. <laughs> we so saw sad your Facebook story because yeah. I love it so much. Like that's such <laughs> a good song. Like so when I did that post, it's because like, every time I see a sunset or a sunrise, like, we all, we're all I immediately it. think yeah. of that song. But then it's like when I went to do that story, I was like, there's not a part of the song that I can play that's not sad. And I was just like, that's I'm gonna point. have to post it. And I hope people don't think I'm being sad or depressing right now. It's just like it's this sad, lines it's up so well. It's I took that drive at 70 miles an hour down the road out my back window, by the way. <laughs> out your back that window? Picture. That sounds Because I was, like, I was able to look back. We don't take 43 was, highway. It's yeah, the right angle, dog. Hey, I didn't look. I was just holding the phone back there. Like, well, I drive east, so I'm driving into a sunset. He sun drives oh, east yeah, every sucks. other Sunday. Mm-hmm. And if he had it his way. That's You're singing business. lyrics that I don't know. That's Zach Brown, man. Some of the... Highway 30 Red. Some of the Zach Bryan lyrics. I didn't appreciate him until this last album. You're welcome. Yeah. I tried to 30 you songs what, later. What do you mean you dropped like three this last year? <laughs> right. Uh, I don't want to be a gatekeeper. I have been literally telling people for three years, like, hey, this guy's pretty good. Like, yeah. And you guys are like, yeah, well, cool, I always sad said guy. once he had like a band, it would be good. Yeah. I like him. It's not. It, but I do think a lot of his older stuff sounds the same. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But. But also, uh, one of the best concerts I've ever been to in my life was Zach Bryan at, under the big, at uh, Peacemaker. Yeah, same. Yeah. And I've been Should to some gotten that. been to some bangers. <laughs> Should have just gotten that one thing out of my way, and I would have enjoyed it so much more. That's my problem. Your one thing. Do you have a thing? You have a thing? There was there was someone trying to take my attention during that concert, and I was oh. just like, get out of my way, please. I don't think that's how that went. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I don't remember. I don't that's what was going on in my drunk mind. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, football. Yeah. Yep. Country, football. who are you taking, 49ers or Eagles? I'm going I'm going Eagles. But it is going to be interesting to see how Jalen Hurts responds to the pressure 
of the San Francisco line if they can get to him and sack yeah. him because I of honestly, shoulder injury. That's, I think like, the, that's a great point that I hadn't thought of. Bengals-Chiefs, I think, is going to be a very good game, close game. I hope that the 49ers-Eagles is as well. I could see a blowout either way, though. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing about the Niners NFC. capitalize well. Mm-hmm. The th- one thing about the NFC is that their games always end up being so close at the end of games that like you don't ex- like unless maybe it's just me. Where it's like I always just overlook the NFC games. And I'm like, I don't know. It's actually a pretty good, good game. Like even Dallas for like San Francisco. It was a good was game. A, it was Eagles a Giants was a blowout. Yeah, it was a that, little bit. Yeah, I didn't even well, I didn't even try to watch that game to be completely honest with you because I knew yeah. it was going to be bad. But I'm just saying Monday morning. We could be on a not talk to each other for two weeks situation, or not, or we could we'll be, be crying. We could be the three of us be crying together, looking at the Niners. If both of our teams pick. lose. I'm gonna be pissed. I've never cried over a football game that I've watched. I have. We're probably played. Oh, okay. I have. Um, I did as a kid. I mean, the yeah. Colts beat the Chiefs. It wasn't the <laughs> the Andrew Luck game. No, it was Peyton Manning. Actually. <laughs> oh, really? And the, and the Andrew Luck game. Yeah. I know so, a lot of people that cried. I over had that. to work that day, so I didn't get to watch the freaking game. But I saw Kansas City was up, so I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" By a lot. Finally, By a lot. like look back and see the game, and I'm like, they "I can remember tweeting." Lost. Should we? Should they pull Alex Smith? And then no. <laughs> uh, Talk about yeah. tweets you'd like to delete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should they pull Alex Smith? No, they should not. Yeah, it turns out they needed to play him. Uh, Matt, 49ers or Eagles? I actually picked the Eagles to win. Yeah. Damn. I, yeah, I mean, I want, so here's how I explained it. I picked the Bengals and Eagles. If the Bengals and Eagles win, I'm right, so I'm happy. If the Bengals and Eagles lose, it's Chiefs-Niners, and I'm happy. So cover my bases. I'm definitely rooting for a Chiefs, Chiefs-Niners Super Bowl. It would be fun. Yeah. Would it? I think so. Yeah, we've already uh, done the, the, the rematch. Yeah. Of we've it done it before. Be yeah. the, the difference was before. I was so happy for Patrick and for you guys. Yeah. Like I said, I've seen the Niners win four Super Bowls in my lifetime, so I was happy for you guys. Yeah. You know, it's like it's hard to even be upset mm-hmm. uh, this time. Well, before. we had a good time that night. We so had you didn't a, seem too upset. Had a good time. <laughs> we will relive. I think the whole town knew you had a good you time. What? <laughs> yeah, the whole, whole the whole island knew. You guys, <laughs> someone have to jump in my pool naked instead of the ocean. Deal. In the hot tub. <laughs> the gym That's the hot a tub. really good idea, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully Monday we are breaking it down. Um, I assume we'll be back Sunday unless we stumble across. You're going to try to do this Sunday night? <laughs> TBD on Sundays. Hey, I'll tell you right now, I'm not good at doing the cheese game. <laughs> uh, so, all right. We appreciate you guys joining us, Matt. We appreciate you joining us again, too. Breaking down these conference uh, previews, a lot of the coaching stuff too. Uh, but that is it. We will let you know when we'll be when we will be back. But we do appreciate you guys joining us, and we'll talk to you again real soon.